1: Come on, say, turn it around. Open the windows of heaven, pour out a blessing.
0: message from Pastor David Oluwadara.
1: God requires that you come before him with your heart. Your heart is the sacrifice that he's looking for. Hmm? Your heart is the sacrifice that he's looking for. No, because God does not require a gift in your hand before you can access, or before you can have access to him. Hmm? In Psalm 51, King David, through the Holy Spirit, says, O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall... Show forth your praise. Verse 16. For you do not desire sacrifice. You do not desire sacrifice. Or else I will give it. You do not delight in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Amen. Does God require sacrifice to come before him? No and yes. God does not require sacrifice to come before him, but he requires your heart as a sacrifice. Your heart is the sacrifice that He requires. And Psalm 51 verses 15 and 17. The Holy Spirit through King David says, Sacrifices of God, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. If your sacrifices, the sacrifices in your hand are coming from a bad heart, God will reject them. Amen. The sacrifices of God. This is very, very powerful, powerfully, insightful in the Old Testament that King David had an understanding of this, that all these sacrifices, all these sacrifices, they are not even what God is looking for. What God is actually looking for is what? Repentance. Repentance. A good heart. God is looking for obedience. Isn't that the word of the Lord to King Saul? Obedience is what? Better than sacrifice. Obedience is better than sacrifice. God is not looking for sacrifice. God is looking for obedience. God is looking for repentance. So, King David says, by the Holy Spirit, the sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. These, oh God, you will not reject. God will never reject repentance. Repentance is so powerful, so powerful that all oh, you look through the scripture, you see. God will say to somebody, I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to kill you. And the person turns around and says, Lord, I I repent. Lord, forgive me. And the Lord turns around and says, okay, you will leave. Amen. God is so merciful, so merciful that when we repent, He lets us go. Amen. So the real sacrifice of God is repentance. It's not your money. It's not, you know, your gifts. Yes, your gifts are wonderful, are great. But you see, they don't add value to God. God doesn't get richer because of the money you give him. I hope we know that. God doesn't get richer, doesn't get better, you know, because of what you give him. But what really rejoices the heart of God is you, your obedience. You are the gift. You are the sacrifice. Very, very important that we understand this. God takes pleasure in his people, not in things. Psalm 149 verse 4 says, For the Lord takes pleasure in his people. The Lord takes pleasure in his people, not in things, not in the sacrifices, not in the money you give him. If we look at Apostle Paul says this, He was speaking the heart of God. If you look at Philippians chapter 4, Philippians chapter 4, this is Apostle Paul. He was talking from his heart and this is the heart of God. Philippians chapter 4 from verse 14. Look at Philippians chapter 4 from verse 14. This is Apostle Paul speaking, but he was speaking the heart of God. God is speaking the same thing to us. Philippians chapter 4 from verse 14 Nevertheless you have done well that you have shared in my distress Nevertheless you have done well in that you have given me a gift you have sent money to me you have helped the ministry you know nevertheless you have done well and it says in verse 14 now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel when I departed from Macedonia no church Shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. So he was telling them a story that you see, you know that in time past, nobody gave me anything, no churches sent me any money, no churches gave me anything concerning giving and receiving, for even in Thessalonica, you sent aid. Once and again for my necessities. This is verse 16. For even in Thessalonica, you sent aid, you sent money, you sent gifts. Once and again for my necessities. Verse 17. Not that I seek the gift, not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. This is the thing. You need to get this. Not that God seeks a gift. Not that God seeks a sacrifice. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your accounts. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaproditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. Amen. What you sent to me... It's a sacrifice to God. It's well pleasing to God. But really, God is not looking for a sacrifice. I'm not looking for a gift from you. But I desire something that will abound to your account. It is to your benefit. Because it is more blessed to do what? Give. To give than to do what? Receive. Amen. It is more blessed to give than to receive. You have done well that you have given me. But it's not because I want it or I desire it. It's because when you give, you are blessed. Amen. There are people who will say, I don't need what you are giving me. Hmm? I don't need what you are giving me, but I thank you and I receive it. Why? Why are they receiving it? Because they want you to be blessed. Amen. They receive it, not because it's. Changes anything about them. But they accept it because they want you to be blessed. Because it is more blessed to give than to receive. What is it to give a king something? What is it to give a big man something? What you give him doesn't make him any richer. Amen? Doesn't make him any better. But you will be blessed. Because you give to him. Amen? Very, very important. And you see what... Apostle Paul did there in verse 19, the scripture that we normally quote, And my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Why did Paul pray this prayer? Because the people gave. And he said, because you gave, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Romans 12. Romans 12, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies or to give your life to God because of all he has done for you. This is New Living Translation. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies, to give your bodies, to give your life, to give your life, to give your spirit, your soul, your body to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice. That's what God is looking for. Your life to be what? A sacrifice. He's not looking for money from you. He's looking for your life to be what? A sacrifice. To be a gift. God is not looking for dead sacrifices. God is looking for what? Living sacrifices. Spiritual sacrifices. He said the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him the potency of your prayer listen to this the potency the power of your prayer of your prayer sacrifice is predicated on your life being a sacrifice let me say that again the potency the power of your prayer sacrifice is predicated on your life first of all being a sacrifice an offering an incense, a sweet fragrance to God, our life ought to be an offering to God. Your life has to be an offering to God, has to be an incense to God. And when God smells your life, what does he smell? Does he smell good things? Does he smell a good fragrance? Very, very important. For we are to God, Second Corinthians 2 Corinthians 2.15 says, We are to God the fragrance of Christ. We are to God the fragrance of Christ. You as a Christian, you are to God the fragrance of Christ. Are you a fragrance? Are you a, a good smelling savor? When God smells your life, does he get nauseated? Does he get pleased? Amen. Does God feel good when he smells your life? Because the real sacrifice is you. And when you become the real sacrifice, your prayer will be an acceptable sacrifice before God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. What God is looking for is you, not your money. What God is looking for is you, not anything else. God is looking for you, looking for you. You are his treasure. You are his inheritance. You are the sacrifice he's looking for. You are the offerings he's looking for. Will you give him your life? Will you give him your life? I want you to pray and say, Lord, I give you my life as an offering. I give you my life as a sacrifice. Let my life be an offering to you. Let my life be a sacrifice to you. Oh, Lord, let my life be, oh Lord, an acceptable sacrifice to you. Lord, let me bring joy to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, let my life bring joy to you. Let my life please you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. May we treasure you as you treasure us. In the name of Jesus.